Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries RPG podcast with John and Hannah. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about five simple tips for keeping people in character during your game. Okay, so as I said before the introduction, we are talking about five simple tips for keeping people in character during your RPGs. And before we start with that, you might say, well... Why is that important? Well, often you hear people talking about the sort of holy grail of immersion in RPGs. And whilst I'm not one of the sort of hardline like immersion police who are like, oh, you know, you can't talk about anything out of character. It's all got to be, you really got to feel and breathe the character, which if you like that stuff, that's grand. But I'm always cognizant of the fact that you are playing a game. It's supposed to be fun, you know. So I want to try and give some simple tips to keep people in character as much as you can but without going ott generally speaking you'll have a better game if people are more in character that's really just what we're going for isn't it yeah basically because i mean obviously the idea of the game is you're supposed to be telling like a story or having adventures whilst inhabiting the persona of the character you're playing so the more you stay in it the better basically as a general rule Okay, so let's kick off with our first tip, and that is to just tell people at the start of the game. Now, if your players have been used to a fair amount of like OOC chatter and stuff like that, it's unfair if you decide suddenly, oh, I want to try and make things more immersive or more in character, for just to expect them to like pick up on it, somehow like mind read you. Tell your players at the start of the game, look, I'm just going to try something a bit different. Could we try and keep the OOC chat to a minimum? And most people will respond to that. And this is something to do if you've got a darker story than you'd usually run, perhaps. Yes, yeah. Or for that matter, if you've got one that's a lighter story, but it's a lot more about the character's personal motivations. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to get more in character with those sort of stories as well than when you've got something really silly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so point number two is to address the character and not the player. Now, this might sound like a very simple and very obvious thing, Mm -hmm. but as the GM, if you address your queries, your questions to the character instead of the player, this helps keeps people's minds in the game. So instead of saying something like, Jim, those orcs are getting pretty close, what's your elven ranger going to do? You might say something like, the orcs are closing in, what is Leander going to do? And that's a fairly minimal difference. It takes you no extra effort. But by the fact you're saying the character name instead of the person's name, it'll instantly sort of get them thinking in the character's mindset. Or just address the person immediately as their character. So, Leander, what are you doing? Yeah, and I mean, this is something I do in my online games, so even before we actually start talking to each other, because we use Zoom for my online games, mm-hmm. and you can change like your names in Zoom. So yeah. I change all the people's names at the start to their character names. Yeah, that's a very useful feature of online gaming. Yeah, and also, I mean, if you're like me and you've got a rubbish memory, sometimes it can be difficult to remember character names, particularly like the bizarre or the more fantastical character names. So for me as a GM, having the names like at the bottom of the screen or just on a note if you're uh, running it face-to-face, is very handy. And also, as I say, it helps you as a GM think about them more as the character rather than the fact it's so-and-so's Elven Ranger or whatever. 
point three is have a bit of a catch-up chat before and after the game. Mm -hmm. So just have 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever seems appropriate for your group at the start and maybe at the end of the session for people to chat out of character, catch-up, socialise, etc. Particularly if your group doesn't meet up very often. Yeah, especially at the moment, it is really important for people to be able to just chat about what's been going on in their lives. And everybody's had something happen to them in the last week, whatever it might be, that they want to talk to their friends about. Yeah, most definitely. And we're all sort of confined at the moment. And, you know, we can't get out that much. We can't see a lot of people outside. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of people, sort of like meeting online for their game might be their only social interaction for the week so obviously they want to talk to people rather than just get straight into the game but if you have a little space for people to do that but then make it clear that like once the game starts keep the outer character chat to a minimum you're still giving people that necessary social outlet but you're doing it in a controlled way that is not sort of going to derail your game or interfere with the game once it's on the go mm-hmm Point four is schedule a regular break with a bit of time for OOC chatter. Now, what I like to do in my games is schedule a break halfway through the game, although sometimes it varies a bit depending on what's convenient in terms of the game. And we have like 10 to 15 minutes when people can go and refresh their drinks, Mm -hmm. use the bathroom, etc. And knowing that there is going to be a break halfway through minimises disruption during a session because people will know that, like, I'm going to have a chance to go for a drink, I'm going to go for a bathroom, so they're not nipping off, like, constantly during the game session and also whilst you're waiting for people to get back because obviously you're not all going to return at the same time those of you who are there but who aren't playing the game you can have a bit of character character chat you can catch up on things you can just sort of talk about how the game's going and whatever and then when you get everyone back you can say right now let's all jump back into the game and this is something that's really useful as well when you are playing a more immersive game to be able to let the players step back from their characters from for a moment or two and look into like the story from the outside for a minute or two and maybe discuss like stuff that they haven't been able to cover in character maybe somebody wasn't in a particular scene but they have an idea for where a clue was that the other players missed <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a very good point. And um, one of the things I like to do, because quite often I'm like the first person back and then you get like people start like dropping back into the game as they come back. And whilst we're waiting, I'll quite often say to people like out of character, I'll be like, all right, how do you feel about how the game's going so far? Or what did you think about this scene? And you can use that time as a GM to get like a bit of valuable feedback on how your players think the game's going so far. And you're only halfway through, so you can get some ideas. And if, if they may be like, oh, that this bit didn't work very well, you can then sort of try and address that within the same game session. And going back to online games again, mm-hmm. and my own uh, GMing style, sometimes the player characters have completely got mixed up about something, and you as the GM don't realise until you discuss it with them out of character in the middle break. And you can go, oh no, that guy, he wasn't doing that thing, it's either been misheard over the online connection or I've used a word slightly wrong and you've got the wrong end of the stick. This is what I was going for. And cover that like out of character during the break before you go back to the game. So again, it's not interrupting things and it keeps the flow of the story going. 
Yeah, exactly. And also, it gives the the players an opportunity. Whereas, if it's like halfway through the session, if they know that, let's let's just pick a random example. If they know halfway through the session, they're going to try and track down uh, an NPC bandit lord who foiled their plans previously, but they've not encountered this NPC for like eight sessions or whatever, and they're a bit hazy on the details. It gives the players an opportunity. Like without breaking up the game, just say to you, like, oh, I want to go after that bandit lord. Like, I think his name was this. Uh, what happened with that? That the um, the prince's jewels that he stole. Off? I can't really remember what happened to him. And you can have a quick look at your notes and say, oh yeah, that the bandit lord stole the jewels, and um, you managed to intercept them when he was trying to pass them off to his fence to sell them, or whatever is applicable. And this is something like everything that we've just said about putting into a middle break mm-hmm. is also stuff that you can do at the beginning and end of each session oh, yeah, of course, if yeah. you're running a longer story. Yeah, and I think we're now going to go on to our final tip, tip number five, which is accept the fact that there is some out-of-character chatter which is entirely necessary. Now, during an RPG, most times there's always going to be times when you need to discuss roles and bits of the game that are not strictly in character. Now, I would advise you don't worry about them. Don't think, oh, I've got to talk about this particular role briefly to explain something to a player but, oh, how do I do that? I see. Don't stress about it. Just explain it as promptly as you possibly can and as clearly as you can out-of-character and then just jump back to being in character when you get back to the game. There's no point worrying about it. It is a game. You're going to have to occasionally dip out of character to explain things or just to clarify things, and there's no point getting yourself worried or worked up about it. Just deal with whatever situation it is as promptly as possible and then jump straight back into the game. Mm-hmm. So there we are. That's our five simple tips for keeping people in character during your rpg sessions we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and that you get something out of it for your game if you'd like to get in touch with us maybe tell us what your own tips are for keeping people in character then you can get in touch with us a number of ways you can drop us a voicemail message using speakpipe there'll be a link in the description of this episode or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. Until we see you next time, take care, stay safe, and keep gaming. Bye. Psst. Hey, here's a cheeky bonus tip as well. Tip number six. Don't get frustrated when people break immersion. Let them have their chat. We're there to see our friends to have fun people are smiling you're having a good game even if you're not actually playing the game just sit back let them get on with it eventually they'll notice that you're not engaging in the banter uh, and they'll quiet down and then you can just go let's get back to it shall we couldn't have said it better myself like you say we're all there to have fun at the end of the day (laughs) 